rather fly close to the sun than not fly at all. Mental toughness gets you so much further ahead. Society has done a, a very good job of telling women what they can and can't be. It's like, man, I wish I would have recorded this. Man, people really need to have this conversation. It's going to be like self-study hey guys whatever you're doing stop it right now i need you to go like share and subscribe to our podcast fly on the wall ghl it's one of a kind we're going to bring to you conversations on subjects that matter to you we're not going to fill it with fluff we're going to express ourselves in the truest and rawest form anything that you felt necessary that we could add to our podcast to benefit you. That's what we're here for. We're going to address these subjects with your mindset in mind. So I just wish everybody the best. You can go follow us at calypsotuff.fitness or at hubris300 and also at glasshouse living ghl. It's an amazing time experiencing this moment with you guys. Please stay tuned as we bring you more content, more originality, more topics that matter to you. So then we should be recording. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I feel like just let it run for a minute, for a while. Seven years. And just kick it. Like, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's like, it comes so naturally when we're just together, and then all of a sudden we're all set up, and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> Because you gotta, it, that's like, I feel like my problem is too, like, trying to present shit and being like, we're trying to present being who you are, and at the same time it's like, present it. Right. It's easy just to talk about it now, you know, the camera's off, but then now you know the camera watching, it's like, how many, how many people be doing that shit? But you also know that it's still, like, we know right now that this is recording. Yeah. So it still plays a different, you have, like, a different mental problem because you're like, oh, I know that whatever I say is going to be heard again. I heard, I was listening What to if it. somebody, what if life was always like that? Would people be so different? Yeah, motherfuckers be on their peace and cute. But that, we already live in that now. We we already close to that now. But a dude, a while back, when I was working, when I was working at Funko, I listened to one of that startup podcast, and a dude was like, <laughs> he was he was starting up a business, right? And he was going through like all this shit, trying to approach his wife with different names. And he was like recording, and she was just laughing at him. He was like, "Yo, you heard my feelings, like by laughing at me." And she said, "I'm just being me." So he went back and he replayed it, and she was like, "Okay, maybe I was being like an asshole." Then on the flip side, he was being mean to her about something, and he was still recording it because he tried to document everything. And then she was like press play they got to the bait and he was like she's like you're talking to me wrong he was like she's press play and he was like he couldn't say shit he was like i sounded like awful like yeah do you know how many times i've said that to you like if i was recording you're like i didn't even be rude i'm not even being rude i'm like if i was recording it and i played it back to you you would be like that's fucked up what i just said i don't think i'm rude you're like no (laughs) see and then you did that you did the same thing i am not rude but you are rude sometimes you are rude that's just Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so. No, but it's like that Black Mirror episode where everything was recorded and then they could go back and remember and rewind and they could even play it on the TV. But see, that's, is that, so, 
when you see that type of shit, what do you think? Do you think it's like it's a bad thing? I mean, I think it's a good thing because then you can I think be who you are. Bad at everything. I feel like if you naturally being who you are, like, and you you comfortable being in the skin that you're in, as long as like like I say, you're not hurting nobody. Just do you. I I know, but I just think that people behave differently when they know that they can be like. They know they're being recorded and they can be recalled and everything that they do is tracked. Like, I remember, like, I remember in the show when someone was like, well, I'm thinking about taking mine out. And they were like, what? Like, why would you take yours out? You know that the memory is not reliable on, on you know, oh, recalling yeah. true events. Like, you have to keep it in. Wouldn't that scare you to not be able to document? Because that's pretty much kind of what like Facebook is and stuff because people are talking about social media to the point where right now so many people document their lives for their children mm-hmm. and so by the time our children are adults they're like Facebook will have documentation of them being born of them getting older of them having their first bike ride their first haircut like they're going to be able to document their entire life because their parents put it on social media it's actually kind of crazy, it's right? It's kind of creepy. That's bad, right? It's creepy, but we part of it. I mean, it we, could be we good can, and bad. We consumed but... by it. That's just what. It, that's where the world is. As creepy as it is, that's where the world is. Well, I need one so I can replay it the way you talk to me sometimes. Whatever. I think I talk to you really romantically. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I no, but know. that's why we don't. We don't fight the same anymore, though. So it's not really that bad. Like, it could definitely be worse, but you still sometimes are pretty bad. I don't know. No, I'm not. It's just not that often. That's the thing. Like, we used to fight, like, every day. Like, every, at least once a week, if not every other day or. Why do you think other, because you know, it's people we talk to and we, we, we coach in that, like, they fight. Like, it's some of this shit that they go through. It's like. I mean, but in the end, we were at that point, too, where it was some of the shit that we was doing that somebody else could have looked at us. That's why I feel like I can never judge nobody. I think it's because when you're you're fighting, not just because you're fighting, you're fighting because you already have underlying resentment. And so it's easy to fight again because you're already pissed at the person. Yeah. You're already unsure about the situation because you fight all the time. And then it's easier to fight more. And it's like the snowball effect of... Of negativity, I guess, and vice versa. You can go in the other direction where it's like the snowball on the positive side where it's like, oh, he did such and such, but for the most part, everything's cool, so is that really that big of a deal? And then you just don't make a big deal out of certain things. So it kind of depends on what your underlying feelings are about that person to begin with. Uh, yeah, but some shit, some shit can get under your skin just because how you are as a as an individual, some things can get under your skin. Oh, yeah. There's still some things you do that get under my damn skin. I don't do nothing. Like the way you be talking. Skin. I talk normal. I don't care if we're married for 50 years. I'm still going to be like, who are you talking to like that? And I'm going to be like, OJ? No, no, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but by the time we're married for 50 years, you're going to figure out to not talk to me like that anymore. Nah. It's just taking you a very long time. Nah. I don't think so. I think it's certain shit that you do and certain shit that I do that both irritate us. That's just going to always do be. I do not irritating. Everything I do makes perfect logical sense. Yeah. 
I operate in no, logic. No, I'm, I really do. I do believe that. Though. I believe. No, for I think it's a battle versus the war because it's gonna be some shit that we do that's gonna always irritate us because that's just it's our preference. It's how we are as a person. It's the shit we grew up with. Like it's certain ways that you think about doing things that I don't think about because I wasn't I didn't grow up that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you, vice versa. Yeah, it's vice versa. And when you think about that, I feel like we just decide that okay, that's just one of those things that's gonna I'm gonna have to let just irk my nerves. Because the overall goal... because right, to expect perfection doesn't exist yeah. anyways. And so it's like, no one is going to be matching you completely because they're not you. And so it's, it's like that whole 80-20 thing, I guess, that you always hear that pretty much makes sense. Because 20% of the time you are irking the gherkin. But I think they look at 80-20 like in a fucked up light sometimes. It's like... 80 20 like oh like 20 percent is like really like 20 percent is bad and 80 percent is good i'm like i don't even think 20 percent is necessarily bad either i think it's just 20 percent that i just choose not to operate in it's not bad like i don't think there's anything bad about you like that's why we ask me oh what's something bad about me like i don't know there's nothing bad about you it's just your preferences just don't always align with mine so that's not a bad thing and i think if you go around saying 80 percent good and 20 percent bad then you're already telling yourself that something's fucked up in that situation that's just me i'd be trying to check how i say I think shit it's more so just accepting it too though so it must be dependent on what you well you can accept it but i don't think the term should be bad but i think that people deter- define bad situations based on um feeling like it's not congruent to them. People think that if something's not the same as them, then it's bad. Or if it gives them a negative feeling, then they think that it's bad. And I know what you're doing is distracting me, so I can't think now. Oh, you got to fix that thing. I don't know. See, it's weird because I don't know. I think we fight less because we have bigger goals. I don't know how to put it. I think well, our goals align, I feel like, as well. Well, when you said the battle versus the war, that's a really good term to explain it. And, and it also represents the whole long-term thinking. Because I think that when people are pretty much happy you know, with their relationship and that's what they want. And they know that that's who that they want to be with. They think in longer terms. So it's like, well, I'm going to be with this person forever. So, you know, I'm just going to have to accept this or that or whatever it is versus people that are like, I don't even know if I want to be with this person. So they make their decisions and, and decide what battles they pick based on how long the term that they're sure about the relationship. Yeah. And if they're not sure that it's going to be there next year, then they act differently than when they're like, you know what, I'm going to be with this person for a while. If I say that thing to them, this is going to hold more resentment right. that's not going to be worth it. And so I think you like hold your tongue more you just, because you just respect it more and you just want that long term. So it is like battle versus war. So, because it's a it's a it's a line that you know you can cross when you when you start to know people, it's always that line that people know they can cross. Well, and that's the thing is that they talk about you need to learn how to fight fair. Yeah. Because people that are truly really unhappy with each other and people that don't have a long term mindset, they cut below belt. Yeah. And we used to do that. 
we used to say the worst thing that you know is going to just destroy their whole life. Mm -hmm. And we don't fight like that anymore. It's very, very uncommon for us to cut below the belt. And when it does happen, I think that one of the other person receiving it goes, okay, we need to separate. Yeah. We don't fight back and we don't yeah. keep going. Yeah. Cause we go, Oh, they fucked up and they know they didn't want to say that. Yeah. And I'm not going to, because I have respect for, you know, I'm not going to even extrapolate on that. Yeah. I'm going to step away. So obviously this person's really getting upset, mm-hmm. but it's someone that you really value. And it's not to say that I didn't value you before, but it's a different level. It like, is different. because we weren't sure at that time, are we really going to make it through this? <laughs> and so it was like, when you, like I said, when you don't have the long-term mindset, you just operate it from. Uh, yeah. And I feel like that's why I've been trying to coach a lot of people through, like in marriages. I said, bruh, if you, you're going to go through a period where it may be, how long was her how long was her streak of like just debating it like fighting yeah like heavy was it probably a year two years years? and like heavy heavy like heavy yeah like real shit we had to do the divorce papers the ink is what saved us I I say that all the time faithfully I know that's that one like that's one of our one like story things is that like because I printed out the divorce papers and I ran out of ink on the printer because I didn't realize that divorce papers (laughs) (laughs) I was like there's a lot of papers to this I didn't know you gotta really think that shit through like but you do fight different like you fight different with somebody when you're married also versus when you're just like in a relationship yeah, because yeah. when you're I think you fight worse when you're married because you're like what are you gonna do divorce me because you know how much work that is right <laughs> like if you're not if you're just with somebody and you're not married to them it's yeah. like oh, they could walk out at any time so I think you're almost even a little bit more cautious mm-hmm. because you're like oh they can just pack their stuff and they're gone but when you're married to them it's like and you have kids and yeah. you have whatever and you're sharing a car no who knows what it is but it's like Really? You're really going to go through all that? Because that's a lot of work for you. So you're just going to have to deal with me. And like, I, because people say, oh, when you get married, it changes. And I've never agreed with that. Like, I don't feel like our relationship changed once we got married. I just feel like we'd fought different. Yeah. It but was it didn't more, change. It was, I think it was, well, I think why you cut below the belt, maybe partially is because you did make vows which I like I said I don't, I don't personally agree with the whole marriage thing but from a from the rest of society you know I don't agree with the whole marriage thing the, the idea but of no but <laughs> listen I believe in the life partnership I just don't agree with the whole oh, terms and the stipulations that come with the thinking of yeah. traditional marriage yeah like like anyways yeah so I don't I don't you're agree the one with that. to rush the paper no, I, motherfucker, I wrench the paperwork so it can be a lifetime partnership. Like, you were like, oh, you're signing your life away to me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Somebody got to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I heard it when I said it. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> no, man. It was. Anyways, no, that, that was. Yeah, I, I married you because it was supposed to be a partnership, and I wanted to build like I don't know, man. I'm, I admire like dynasties, like empires, like the Chinese dynasty and shit like that. I admire that shit. I study that shit. Uh, it's because 
it's it's a unit, you know, they have traditions and their traditions aren't just traditions that like are based on that the, the average thinking. It's a family that decided, motherfucker, we running at we're, we're this is running through us. And everything we got going on, if this mess up our family, it is out. And that family first type of shit. And then so I feel like Jay Z, uh, family feud. So you're just talking about like that that show Empire. That's what yeah. it sounds like you're talking about. The actual show Empire. Yeah, actually. Because no, that's what a lot of it is like. Because at the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah, but then your family be the one that try to blow you up in a, in your car, you know. But yeah, you probably shouldn't do some of the things he did to him in order to deserve that hatred too, though. So you get what you put out. <laughs> He had he had the best intentions. See, that's weird because he had believe it or not, yo, you can see that he still has some of the best intentions. He's just still operating on he's still but this is the thing. He's still operating and what he what his perspective is, because they never had to go through the shit. He, you see why you see a lot of his shit is filled with so much pain. But like Lucia's shit is filled with so much pain. Yeah, but anyone can have good intentions. Intentions are great. You need to have intentions to have the right result but intentions don't necessarily equate to the right result all the time that's That's not like well oh i had the best intentions but i still killed somebody like well you still kill somebody like you can't like intentions don't justify everything i'm just it's just as an example there could be a lot of reasons behind something like that but i'm just saying like like the abusive alcoholic father could have had the best intentions but he still screwed up his kid right you know so intentions aren't everything and I think that's but um, for part of the healing process, I guess I can say for the kids, if we're talking about Satan Empire, the kids, like, yeah, he fucked up. Somebody in your life did a whole bunch of fucked up shit to you. Okay, that's fine. But you, and I think like in order for you to forgive them for what they did that was fucked up, you have to also acknowledge why it's going to make you change because it's going to affect you in some way whether good or bad um women who trigger warning women who have been sexually um assaulted or molested whatever it may be they're going to operate and do things in a different way because of it Mm -hmm. you know if you faced a, a shootout that's a survival that's a survival instinct for you it didn't it's bad that like you almost died but now you know that street motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that's not meant for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to rule shit out, and I feel like we went through so much shit that was like bad. But we realized along the way because we both wanted it. It was one of those things. There was like, okay, well now we know that was a line that we can't do no more. And we start dialing back, and we start dialing back instead of keep doing the same shit. People when they fight, yo, they just do, they just go through the same shit. They don't try to actually fix the problem. In order to fix the problem, I think you gotta really. I remember feeling that. Yeah. Like I remember being like, "Why are we fighting the same fight again, again, mm-hmm. again, 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 <laughs> again? Like, why is this happening? Like, this is so annoying. And you know, every time you do it again." You're not tired enough of it. You're just not. Mm-hmm. Like, you can sit there and say you're tired of it. You can feel the emotions of feeling like you're tired of it. Every evidential point is like, I'm tired of it. But if you have the fight again, you're not tired of it. Yeah. When you're tired of it is when you change it. 
But I, and also, yeah, I think some shit can be changed because we still fight. I think what it is is it's also learning we still to fight, but it's not the same. I think the biggest thing is still our kids. We fight over parenting, but we do fight. But a we're little bit. It's, over. it's, a, it's evolving every I know. time. Like, actually. I don't think we really find a lot about business. We get into discussions about business, and sometimes we don't agree on how we might want to yeah, like put it out or like what fashion do we want to do it in. But we still more so are still in debate mode. Like, I guess the difference between a fight and a debate is a fight is when you're emotionally like yeah. you lose your mind, yeah. you emotionally lose it. And the things that we've recently—I mean, we've recently thought about a racial disagreement that we had, and then um, parenting, which is somewhat. Racial slash cultural differences. <laughs> Man, we should have oh. recorded that shit. Even though it was no. touchy, I mean, it was not Okay, good. no, you not. think that it, you wanted to record it, no. but I was the one that was upset. So I'm saying I did not <laughs> want that to be recorded because that was terrible. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, I think the only thing that really gets to us, whether it be parenting or another discussion, it, cultural differences is still an issue. Mm-hmm. I think we figured out most of it because both of us are open-minded I think that's the difference. Like, I think a lot of people probably really do struggle with cultural differences if they're in an interracial relationship, be it any kind. Like, if you're Asian and you're with a Hawaiian person, or if you're black and you're with a Mexican person, or if you're whatever, like, it doesn't, like, if you have, because even people that are from the same culture still have different ways of being raised. So people still disagree no matter what, or your race, or anything like that. But still, there's generalizations for culture, and people generally have different upbringings when you're in a different culture. And I I think that there there is a lot of underlying things that we don't agree with and so to this day we don't agree with but we don't also either fight over it because we're like okay that's just how he is because of how he is and we don't fight over it mm-hmm. but there are some things that we do still fight over and yeah they're either they're pretty much culturally culturally related and what i'm trying to teach to a lot of like you know i'm, I'm, I'm yeah i'm trying to teach to a lot of people in order to get to a level of success you got to understand that you cannot because I look at our relationship, like I said, a life partner, like building with you. In order for it to work with us and to give you everything I possibly want to give you, I want you to have your own shit. Like, I, I study the fuck out of this shit. Like, women, you they, they either were so next to their husbands and their empire and building their shit that when their husband died, yo, they didn't miss a beat. It wasn't no other dude stepping in and trying to rule their shit. Like, nah, until my youngins come up. I'm in charge. And I'm going to go back on retirement as soon as my kids get of age. That's the way our shit need to be. And a lot of people, they can't operate. That's black, white, purple, blue, or pink. They don't think that way. Yeah, most humans don't think. I think of empire. Yeah, I think if you want to be successful, any anything you want to do, you need to learn how to, people need to learn how to be strategic in they fighting. Because some shit's not worth your energy. Some people fight over the dumbest shit. But I think that a lot of people do need to reassess, like, are we fighting because we're generally just not good for each other? Or are we fighting because we both need personal growth? Yeah. Because sometimes people think, like, oh, this is the wrong person for me because, you know, they don't agree with me and this and that. Or maybe you're just very rigid 
and you need to grow. You need to work on um, accepting more differences and not expecting everyone and not being narcissistic and expecting everyone to be exactly like you or else they're wrong and um, learning things like that. There are some relationships where they literally just shouldn't be together. Yeah, it's like poison. It just shouldn't. But there are also a lot more relationships, I think, where if they're going to continue the way they are, they shouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. But if they were able to open their damn minds for a second and actually accept that they have something that they need to work on. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. It doesn't mean they have a problem. It's just that nobody's born perfect. Nobody and no parent can teach their children how to be in this Mm -hmm. type of realm. It's an uncharted territory. Just like they said, there's no real parenting book. There's not really a, a relationship or marriage book either. There's not one. It's just so variant. And I don't know. I just think that if people were willing to open their minds to what they need to grow on, which is what we did, mm-hmm. um, then you can make it to where you guys are great together. And and you don't have to lose everything, especially if you built a family, especially if you built a lot of stuff together. That's even more harder. Um, but it's more so about growing yourself and not, like, pointing fingers like you need to change. Yeah. Because if you – and that's, that's the whole – even in business, like, I try to tell people all the time, like, you can't go through life always expecting – Because what you do is you set yourself up for failure because, number one, usually you're expecting on a level of commitment that you would do. Yeah. So let's say I was to tip, right? Or I was to tip you and you were expecting based on your level of giving that I would have tipped you 10. If you always expect 10 from me and I never give you 10, you're always going to be disappointed. Yeah. So if I say, all right. I'm a, he gave me a dollar. Damn, I guess that's all he could do. It doesn't mean that you did like a horrible job as a waitress. Mm. Not saying you're a waitress, you know. I know, waitress, just an example. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like, man, you gotta. Well, I've always loved that quote of expectations are planned disappointment. It is. It's bad. They really are. And like, you can have hopes, dreams, and you can even have expectations, but your expectations should be flexible. Mm -hmm. So people always say hope for the best, but expect the worst. And I hate that. Mm -hmm. You should hope for the best and adjust your reaction to disappointments. You should always hope for the best, but then adjust your expectations and adjust to whatever did happen. It's like, it's like that just unrealistic positive. Hope is like accepting failure. Yeah. I feel like. Like, I hope I make it. It's like, ugh. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I hope for the best. It sounds, it, the the pos- the words are positive, but the connotation is negative. It's just, no, you you can feel it, too. I hope. Like, like no, the best is going to happen. Yeah. And then, if for whatever reason you're surprised and it didn't, okay, this is what really happened. How do I handle that? Now, that is really easy to say. It's a lot harder mm-hmm. to do, especially if your habits are built upon negative thinking and all that kind of stuff. But it is something that you can change about yourself. Mm-hmm. It just takes a lot of conscious effort and different input, which is what we always talk about, just reading and learning different things and different ways to think about things. Cause it's not about what has happened to you, but it's about your perspective of what has happened to you that matters. 
like you could like that one example that I've always heard of like um you have a parent two parents and two kids the parents are abusive one of the kids becomes abusive like their parents because that's what they saw their whole life mm-hmm. one parent one child becomes absolutely not abusive because that's what they saw their whole life mm-hmm. they have the exact same situation but they have a different perspective on how they push that out in their own life well it's also many factors too you got to bring in because for me, my parents were hella, a hell of a good example. Like, my parents, you know, my mom and my pops was like, things on their shit. But I got I got the environment, and this is where I come in with, like, you got to take both sides of nature and the nurture. Yeah. Because growing up where I grew up, you can't get away from it. Like, you can get positive all in the house, but where you at eight hours out of the day? A full work day. Kids, yeah. school, kids, school ain't nothing but work for kids. Yeah. So when I was in at work, I was learning how to behave like the rest of them motherfuckers. Yeah. So that's why I just uh, If you to. were homeschooled and put, kept in the house at all times, then maybe you could have been. But see, that's good and <laughs> but bad. But that's not really right. Yeah. And you're also sheltered. But, yeah, so either way, it is either way. But, yeah, it's like you are, like, out at school just as often as yeah. you're at home. So, so that's so that's what that was what was in my head a whole lot of the time was all negative. I'm seeing what was going on. You know, my father preaching this, but I'm seeing this. So it just wasn't adding up. Uh-huh. That's why my parents were actually very particular about my friends. Yeah. Because they understood that you know, as a parent, you do have a lot of impact, but you don't have all the impact, mm-hmm. especially at certain ages, because there's, you know, the Maslow hierarchy of needs. And when it comes to child development, there's a certain age, obviously through middle and mm-hmm. like high school, where acceptance is so con- all consuming that you need to be accepted by your peers that your parents' opinions doesn't matter. Yeah. And so your peers, like if you're, if, if you find that your children have friends, like, one of our kids has a, son, a kid that he kind of likes, and we're like, mm. I don't like that little dude. <laughs> I don't no. like that little dude. I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'll be honest. It's, you know how I am, man. People know yeah. me. Some kids, I just, I will, I will straight. Hey, I come from old school. But because you are, you you are your environment, right? Like you are, you become what's around you. And if my kid is around another kid that's acting a certain way, and you and you know this is crazy too because this is little tiny spin off of that but adults is the same way yeah like have you ever noticed that if you get a new job you develop the habits of the other people that are at that job too oh, yeah. like grown-ups are just grown-up kids like See? and their job is their environment that they behave in and that's why like people who get certain jobs where they have like bad environment yeah. like if you're at a job where everyone's cheating on their how long do you think it's gonna be like you really got to be strong and you really got to detach yourself and you really got because i mean everybody can be solid no matter what their surroundings are but still it's very powerful is what i'm it's just like yeah, you got it's it's the energy you let in because when you around that shit, no matter what, no, it's I'm just it, we you know close energy based. So I just feel like the longer you spend with somebody that's negative, no matter how positive you are, you absorb it. Somebody's going to give in, and even if you go neutral, neutral I think is both still people less than positive. Absorb a little bit. Yeah, that's what I think I'm that saying. the negative grabs some positive, but then the positive person also right. grabs some. And you know, the, this is the reality. When you look at your friends, I think you should look at your. If you're a business owner, if you if you got uh, you know, your friends around you, whatever it is, anything in life, your marriage. What tends to happen is you love someone's weaknesses or differences 
um, because they're not of your own. But what ends up happening is the longer you spend time with them, those become that, that resentment starts to build up or that annoyance starts to build up because it's different from you. Yeah. And that's what, how relationships happen. It, it really is. <laughs> Y'all like, damn, she, man, she, oh, she a little sassy. She got a mouth on her. And then a month later, like, this like, bitch wants to the The things that attract at first initially, you know, they say opposites, yeah. they have been repelled. Yeah. Like, I was like, dang, he's kind of crazy. Like, he's kind of wild. I'm like, this motherfucker is crazy. Can you stop, like, doing this? Like, you, can you be a little more stable? Like, this is too much for me. Like, because I was such a stable person. Like, that was our, like, our initial attraction. Our initial attraction was, uh, well, it was our, it was what we had a liking. It was what, okay, I keep stuttering. I'm getting excited. It was, <laughs> it was what we had in common and what we had, uh, you know, opposite. You know, what we had in common was how deep we think. Mm-hmm. Like, right away, I was like, oh, my God, like, I can bounce ideas off of him. Like, yeah. we were talking about, like, lyrics and how deep it is and what does that mean about life, and we were super excited. Mm-hmm. But then there was also that opposites attract where I was very sound for you, mm-hmm. and you were very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I can connect with him, and he's super fun, and we do all this stuff, and then, like, three months later, I'm like, he's puking all over my friend's <laughs> shit. Like, what is he doing? Like, stop drinking. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just not acceptable right now. <laughs> And then you're like, why don't you just live a little? Like, seriously? Like, you just want to, why do you want to go to bed right now? How you're old now? Like, are you an old person? Like, no, I'm just responsible. I have to work in like five hours. Oh, like, man, when I was in the Navy, you, when I was always in trouble because I was, I just didn't give a fuck. I, right. I think I was on that just wild, like, mentality of just like, I'm going to live life. Like, that's why I didn't like the Navy. I didn't like, I, I still don't like to be confined. That's why I like entrepreneurship. And it's not so much of like, they say, this is a reality. Everybody's so happy up about entrepreneurship. Yo, when you do entrepreneurship it's more fucking stressful don't oh, because like, you have to do it yourself right. no one is telling you you're fired if you don't do this like eh, i can do it tomorrow you can't call your boss and be like eh, i can come tomorrow if i feel like it like because it's, it's, it's way harder it's way harder to convince yourself like you gotta battle like a good lie to tell yourself when you know you yourself right. can do this shit right. it's like man you know what because you can call in work be like because I'm good at calling it in. I got all type of excuses. Right. You know what? Look, I see the deer, bro. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I was dying so fucking hard, yo. I was dying so hard when I heard that shit. Because that's how I was. I was like, I was lying all the time. Like, you know what, man? My son, uh, he, he he had, you know, nightmares all night. Then my other son started throwing up. Uh, you know what? I think somebody threw a rock through my window, oh too. My God. I was on it. But then when you do it for yourself, it's like, you know, motherfucker. You know nobody <laughs> threw a rock in your window. <laughs> and it, it becomes a battle of how bad do you want it, man. And that's, really that's like what relationships is. Because you know how much you give. And that's another thing, too. Because you keep, when you go through life and relationships and you keep expecting people to, to, to give you the same return. It don't work that way. You just gotta do you, yo, and know that. Well, that's a hundred zero. Yeah, and you gotta do you and know that or hope that. <laughs> See, they're gonna hope, but you have to be prepared for the fact that some of the qualities and traits that you have in yourself, that other person don't have, and that has to be okay with you because the areas that you lack, that's what they have. Because like I they're just, gonna have something else right, that you don't have, right. and you just have to give and take for what it is. I, I am, I'm very, and, and where we balance our shit so well is because we know we play off each other's strengths. Mm. I will be damned if you see me sitting on the computer trying to type out some shit. 
<laughs> right? I'm <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not gonna yo, that's and that's why a lot of people fail in business. I I, I really treat our marriage and this I, I guess a lot of people say, Oh, that's fucked up, you think of your marriage as a business. Well, in, in some ways it is. Not all. Well, yeah, not all. Ways. But I think the reason, no, for me, I think it's a majority of me, what I view it as, as a business is because I look at it as when I sign on papers, I'm like, look, for real, some death do, do us part shit. Not like, I, I always joke about it, but seriously, not us killing each other, but it's just like, it's like, yo, you, we, we, we gang till we bang, you know what I'm saying? We bang till we get. That's how it is. Well, people don't want it to, they don't want to unromanticize love and marriage, right? But actually, if you really think about it, it really is a business agreement because yeah. in like, I'm going to say something super stereotypical, right? So this is obviously not, not for everyone, whatever, but in the man's mind, he's like, she's going to have sex with me a certain amount of times. <laughs> and if all of a sudden, two years later, she doesn't do that anymore yeah there was that expectation in that contract that it was like oh, look yeah. you are not doing what yeah. i expected you to do yeah so don't tell me that there isn't expectations and somewhat of a business agreement mm-hmm. in there that hey look and and, and uh, like here's an opposite example like okay i did the sex thing for you like for the woman right. it's like but he's not loving on me like he right. used to yeah. he's not doing whatever yeah. it is like i said this is all stereotypical everyone's different mm-hmm. gender stereotypes whatever just as an example, mm-hmm. like there is business agreements. They just they just don't want to unromanticize it and discuss that and write all down. I will have sex two times a week. You know what I mean? Like you people don't want to do that. But don't no. lie and say that's not in the back of your mind that no. you have expectations of what it is. Look, my uncle Willow, may you rest in peace, bro. That motherfucker had me like listen here. Listen here. <laughs> listen here. I tell you son. I tell you son. I tell you son. Hey, listen here. Is that how you talk? Yeah, because he bit off his tongue. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's just that list. But no, man, like, you got to look at it. The way I look at it is it's not even so. It is business, but it's business and it's romanticized because, yo, I'm tired some days and I'm like, yo, I know my partner out here getting it too. I know my baby out here getting it too. So I got to make sure I come home, get the house clean. You know what I'm saying? I got to go lay extra mile. And I think like if we do fight sometimes when we really at that point, I think because we both giving it our all. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're barking at each other. We're just barking at the fact that, you know, we going like. We're just barking to bark. Yeah. It's just. It's <laughs> right. It's just a reason to scream. And I think you got to be. Yeah. And you got. That's, that's, we need a third person up in this house. Right. And stuff. Like, <laughs> like, I'm too tired to cook, but you want to cook. Yeah. I don't want to cook either. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. But that's that's also <laughs> understanding your team because that's people who try to build businesses or they try to have their relationship work out. You got to do weekly check-ins. Like, I always gauge, and I learned that, and I'm not going to discredit the man, you know what I'm saying, whatever, but E.T., the hip-hop preacher, I learned that from him, and, and or not, yeah, I adopted that from him, but... um the idea of yo checking in on your family like and your wife okay where would i rate my 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 attention towards my wife this week like i know i lacked on this way on this area you know our, our kids this week oh, so what i remember can we do? that you know so what i took did, that to heart well what i remember he said that what they did was um if something happened that they could have thought about yeah. they just didn't bring it up mm-hmm. at that moment and then sunday it's like okay what did i do to piss you off and then they talk about it but what's good about waiting is that you're not in the heat of the moment of being mm-hmm. pissed off yeah. And so you can actually objectively talk about it. Now, that's a lot harder for some people. Right, because then when that shit start going, it's like, nigga, this list, this long, the well, negative. That too, but I think for 
I don't know. I'm again stereotype. Maybe more so women than men. We are a talking creature. Yeah. And if I'm mad, I want to talk about it now. Yeah. Like a lot of men. Like I said again, a lot of men are like, no, I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. I just want to forget about it. Let's just go in my shell. Let's go in my box. We can talk about it yeah. another time. And women are like, but this, but this, but this, but this, and 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 this, a lot of practice, but I like. I, anyways, I remember. I remembered that now because I didn't know what you're talking about at mm-hmm. first. But I do remember he said that they did that once a week. Where it's like, what did I do that really pissed you off? Okay, yeah. well on Sun on Saturday, you know, I said this and you said that, and I thought that that was really rude mm-hmm. and whatever. So, and I think we kind of adopted a little bit of that. Like we sometimes we talk about it right there because we also matured on our, our fighting techniques. Like I think it's it's learning how to fight, and if you don't even know how to fight. Yeah, fine and fair. Listen, I'll tell you this right now. It's hard for me to do business with a man that can't. It's hard for me to do business with a man that can't, like, do well in his relationship. Because to me, and I'm not saying that he's a bad businessman, I just feel like if you're dropping a ball in something that's your marriage, that's just my values, the way my principles are set up. I, I cherish. Um, Family, I cherish family more than I cherish, you know, any business. I told you, because real shit, we got into that debate. Not a debate, but a lot of shit got flared up. And I was like, yo, tell me right now. Because I already put it in effect. I already, everything we have now, we don't, we're stressing now because we're doing so fucking much. Yeah, it's outrageous. Like, my schedule is insane. But be honest. Like, yo, we, we, I mean, not to say, like, we live in, like, the hustles or some shit, but we live in comfortable, like, we can be like, yo. Yeah, we are not, yeah, we are not nearly where we want to be, but we're also not where we were. Yeah. You know, like, we were hurting. I feel like, like I said, right now, we can go, we can go to some part-time shit, especially with the shit I got now. I can go down and do one, two, three days a week. Get in that spot, and you know how that can fold out. That happens. There you go. We good. You don't we could live just a pretty nice life like where we are now, but we have so much passion for making a difference and doing more. And I think that part of that, it's it's an interesting like catch twenty two because I think that the reason why we live as comfortable as we do is because we're so motivated yeah. to do more than that. Because if you set your bar so amount high, mm-hmm. then you hit that bar. And our by our bar is so amount high that hitting this is just a pit stop. Yeah. Versus w- the way that we live right now could be a lot of people's high bar. What? I just be looking at you sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, the camera turned off, so no one saw the way you were looking. I know. <laughs> they can only hear us. Whatever. That is that just got very creepy. Okay. <laughs> no, I know, it's, it's true. Inter- yeah, it's it true. is. It, and that's, yeah. that's like the battle versus the war because both of our and this goes back to the selfish shit for both of us because on your selfish side, you want you want you have your own experiences. That the way you the audience he wants to impact because of the, the specific 
you being a woman, you being white, you being in Everett, you being in Washington, all those things, you being bullied on, you being sexually assaulted, all those things will play a part in how you want to impact the world. Yeah. I've been through shit. And even though we're, you know, we're two different souls, so our memory banks and our perceptions perceptions at that time are completely different on yeah. something that can be similar in the same light. But our overall vision of impacting the world, that right there is where our war is like. We ride or die. We got to work. Because we both, that's what we both want. Like, and I always have to keep keeping my own perspective because I'm still human. And like, I get so, I'm like, I'm so freaking tired. Like, I can't do all this. But I'm like, but just, just think about for a minute, like, okay, what's the option? Like, stopping? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not going to happen. Like, I don't ever see that happening because Mm -hmm. we have so much. Like I said, like, I think that just everyone has a certain purpose and and they live in that purpose. Some people never, never find theirs. And that's a whole nother story. But I think that a lot of people, they live in their purpose and our purpose is just impacting others. And that type of purpose is difficult. Mm-hmm. Some other people's purpose and not to say it's bad or like it's bad or good and not to say some purpose is better than another because yeah. it's not, it's yeah. all apples it's, and oranges and yeah. it all creates the whole mm-hmm. pie. Um, and there are people who have a bigger purpose than us. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's all relative. But that being said, like, I just feel like the purpose that we have, it's a big push mm-hmm. compared to some others. And it's hard. And we're constantly having to push our limits all the time. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, because I feel like my limits are pushed to the point where if I told most people what I do every single day, they would be like, that's a lot. Yeah. But I also feel like there are some people I could tell what I do and they'd be like, that's yeah. it? And that's, that's see, it? And that's, that's why all I go, you do? And that's why I go back because when I start watching, because when you study great people, and I'm talking about or great, the perception of great, whatever that you idolize, whatever, you idolize them because they're a step above you. Yeah. There may be steps above you. Yeah. yeah. Buildings, leaps, bounds beyond you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you still admire them for that reason. Yeah. And it's what it took for them to get there. So I never judge anybody who are, you know, lower steps than me because I'm like, ah, shit, I was right there. I did some dumbass shit in my past mm-hmm. that I can relate on. And or, if somebody judged you for that, then you would have been pissed off right, because you're you're right. not you're not always what you've done. Like, some people define based on behavior. And yes, if there's consistent behavior and that's what you've proven that that's what you're like over and over and over and over and over, then that defines your character. Mm-hmm. But if you've done something stupid, then you've done something stupid. That doesn't define your whole right. character. And I think you also, and that that is an issue in society because what ends up happening is when, what happens is even if you fuck up one time in society, one automatic time. automatically that defines your whole life. And you see it all the time with the cyberbullying and shit. I seen this thing the other day that I was like shaking my head. Is that something you say out loud? S M H. I don't know. It was so annoying. Yeah. So it was right. I know. So that's what I thought. Maybe that was weird. Whatever. Um, So something came out about Alex Rodriguez, Mm -hmm. and they were saying some like some person came out and he's apparently engaged or getting married or just got married or something like that. And some woman came out saying that he was sexting her and begging for sex. And he seemed like a horny animal, a crazed horny animal or something like that. I forget exactly the verbiage, but it was that was the message. Mm And, of course, if anyone says that ever, first of all, is that person even telling the truth? Who even knows about that? Sure. But assuming that they are and that happened, 
all of a sudden, every single thing that he has done in his whole life has been super philanthropic. Oh, if that's mm. the word, however you say it. Philanthropic. Yeah, that. I think I actually got one right. Nice. That's good. Good work. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm saying is he's done amazing work, right? Mm. And all of a sudden, one stupid thing comes out that you don't even know if it's true. And like, oh, yeah, he's just another typical right. guy. Right. Yep. Write him off. Forget about it. Take all his endorsements away. Take all of it. Everything he screwed up, and now not only did he screw up this one thing, but they judge his entire personality mm-hmm. based on this thing. It's crazy, man. Because your life, like that's why people don't choose to go after what they want, and it's 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 partially because of society. Society is a strong critic. Not saying that should be your only defining critic, but society is a very strong critic, very. and a lot of people don't go for what they want because if they fail, it's like even if you're a million, like you're a millionaire, and you like. Tesla, Elon Musk, he already blew up. He could have walked away from the bag before he did Tesla, before he did uh, the uh, the light the uh, the lights uh, company that he's the solar solar company, yeah. and then uh, the uh, SpaceX. Yeah. All three of those he put up at the same time, and all three of those were failing, literally about to shut down. He could have gave up and say, you know what? And the media, everybody was slandering his name. He could have stopped right there, but did he? No, he kept going because he had to fail. Society's gonna like skew, screw you up and down for what you attempt to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. And if you are okay with going through the motions of failing and looking, aka stupid, you won't be able to win in life. You have to be okay with the critics. Well, that's just kind of what we talked about many times about like when a baby is learning how to walk, they don't get up, stumble and fall one time and be like, well, guess this isn't for me. Yeah. Like they get up and fall and 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 they get up and fall. And they just keep getting up. Optimistic. Oh, fuck. I forgot who said I think it was uh, Dale Carnegie, I believe. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. Someone is saying a famous quote is, uh, uh, success is, uh, is it success? It's from... Oh, gosh, I forgot how he said it. But basically speaking, being optimistic about failing, um, failing optimistically. Like, okay, I failed, you know, and I'm just going to keep going. Like, that's one more out the way that I know well, not to do. Looking at fail, almost looking at failure as a positive. Mm-hmm. Like, failure means I tried something. And, and that's a good thing because I remember, you remember that one speaker that I used to really like, um, and he was, he did the example of the piano mm-hmm. and he took, um, a guy who had never played the piano ever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, have you ever made a mistake playing the piano? And the guy was like, no, cause he's never played it. Yeah. Right? right, and he was like, "Okay, go ahead and play chopsticks or whatever it was, some song, not chopsticks. That's too simple." He played. He told him to play yeah. some song, and he butchered it horribly. Right, mm-hmm. he just did not know what he was doing. And then he took a little girl who was like nine or ten years old and said, "Have you ever made a mistake yeah. playing the piano?" And she said, "I don't even know how many times, a hundred thousand times, maybe." And then he said, "Play whatever song." She played it. Mm-hmm. That's like a perfect, that's the perfect example of how failing forward is. Failures are forward if you take them that way. I think most older people are scared to fail because time has really like warped their brain. This whole thing of getting old, it it really fucks with people's brain. I don't know if I could really be qualified to speak on that because I'm only 31, but I know that I'm being 19. Yeah, you can observe it. 
you know, but I don't know fully what that experience is like, but I, I can see even now, like from me being 31 versus me being 18, I can tell the difference in those, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it, time is, it, it's, because it's habits. It's like, am I going to, like, even with relationships, what I'm getting at is like, if you're going through a bad relationship and you're like, well, I already put in 12 years, what's another 50? Yeah. Some people do that. Because they don't want to do anything new. They don't want to really, honestly, try or Sometimes the path of the least resistance is easier, even though it's not fun and it sucks and it's not fulfilling. It's still easier than the opposite, which is the fear and the new and the this is going to make us fight or I have to start over with somebody brand new. That's too much for me, so I'm just going to. It's obviously not uncomfortable enough. Mm-hmm. It's not uncomfortable enough. Well, I'm praying, or not praying, I do pray, I guess I pray, I guess it's a political term, yeah, I pray to myself, Um, I really do, I really talk to myself so much, Um, but, you know, I'm just, I don't know, I just wish everybody could kind of look at life that way, adjust accordingly, realize the battle versus the war. Yeah. It's it's really simple, man, you gotta just really be very intentional about what you want, um, and when you figure out what you want, you it's know, so worth it. it's worth it because you'll attract the people. When you operate in your true self, the universe will open itself up to you, not to what you're trying to do. Because if you keep trying to be fake, you're going to attract fake. And you keep wondering why people are operating in fake around you. It's because you're fake. Yeah. That's what you attracted. You fake. You attracted fake people. And honestly, I don't really have a lot of people, so I don't really. Right, because for me, I'm so real that people that are fake are like, ugh, because yeah. they're not attracted to my realness. Yeah. People that are real are attracted to real. People that are fake are attracted to fake. But, I, but like, just talking about the failing forward thing, I just feel like it's really worth it. Speaking from from experience, because we're on the other side of this, like, the time and the just complete defeat that it felt some days for us in our marriage and stuff. Like some days, I always say this, some days we woke up and all we were was still married. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. There was still legal documentation cause I didn't change it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but coming from pushing through that, like all the failing forward and all the failing forward, I feel like when you tell the universe, you want something, which is what we kind of mm-hmm. believe the universe goes, Oh, do you? Okay. Here's some dumb luck. So you get excited about it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now here is where it's going to be hard. And then you, you fight and it sucks and you fight and you sucks and it fight and, and et cetera, et cetera. And then you overcome that and you're like, yes. And then they're like, okay, you really want this? Here's some more. Yep. And then it just keeps going. But the more you fail and you fail and you suffer and you suffer and you suffer now, once you really get over that hill and you really fully get over that hill, just and I think but I'm, I'm, and it's not wee wee like we no fight, yeah but, but it's, it's it's so yeah. great it's, it's a different so level good. though but it, you know how it is because we got friends that's you know um we have associates associates who are uh politically correct term they're just not as ambitious as us I guess and they're in our level of ambition mm-hmm. they don't match our level there that's a politically mm-hmm. correct way of saying their ambition does not match our level of ambition and. Um, we don't really. I don't forgot where I was going. Damn it! Oh man, it was a good one. Drats. Drat. <laughs> That's definitely a '90s like villain term. Yeah, drat. Oh, comedy. 
comics and comedy. I really do. Did you just fall asleep? No, I was in a very... <laughs> I, no, I, didn't, I didn't fall asleep. I was in a very you peaceful... Were like, mm. No, I was in a peaceful moment. I was just like... Because I am... Like, because we're talking about this shit, and I'm just sitting back, and I'm like, fuck, just remember the whole, like, stress we had. Like, think about it. It was so stressful for us to go live every every week. Yeah, because you were an asshole every time. Right, okay. <laughs> that was not very um, fail forward of me to say. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I was. But you were. You were being so rude all the time. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't intentionally doing it. It's just, you know how I but am. But it was happening. Uh, right. So. I know how you are, and I don't like it. Right. And that's something that's irking McGurkin. <laughs> so right. I was like. You was no, but when you still talk to me like that right now, I'm like, who are you talking to like look, that? Look. And that's where we got better because, like I said, I still I still go through it. It's a natural. It's it's ingrained in me to do that. That's fine, but I have things ingrained in me too. Right, but we but both I stop myself. No, not all the time, motherfucker. Oh, you know, no, you know, probably not all. The so time. you know, it's be it be times, and but that's I know that though. I know that about. But you. because I put my foot down about it. That's how it all right. stays and this, because that's all the boundaries thing, which is like yeah. an entirely new conversation that would take way too long. But like also another part of other people's behavior is you having your own boundaries on what you accept and don't mm-hmm. accept. Because if I, because that is something that you do, and if it constantly hurt my feelings, but I didn't put my foot about it on down about it, and I didn't say something about it, and I didn't constantly that's push, communication. Like that's, just, that's communication. you would just completely yeah. bulldoze me every time, mm-hmm. and then it would just be more miserable for me. So part of why it's more controlled is because of me, because and, of my boundaries on that. And just because, and I understand, and vice people, versa. Yeah, and people understand too. Just because you say to somebody. Oh well, that, that what you did, the way you talked to me, it, it, it bothers me. Okay, you acknowledge you you brought that up. They acknowledge that they heard you. It's not going to be some magical fucking Mary that's gonna, fairy going to come down and say he's going to be good now. Like no, it, you got to give some people some time. This is ten years, twenty years of somebody operating this way. Now I'm not saying that. You should tolerate it for 50 years, but you still need to give them more than just a day. Yeah, but you also need to see that they're making an effort. Right, it's the effort, too. Because some people, they're like, they don't think they need to change anything. Oh, yeah. And they definitely do. And no matter how many times you say it's flying on deaf ears if that person doesn't think they need to. So it's also that. So that's why it's very complex. All right, that's it for today, guys. Leave those reviews, please. It's going to help us. Anything that we can do to perfect our craft, to get our message across to you, topics that you want to hear, subjects that matter to you, those are the things that we want to hear. If there's something that we can improve on, please let us know. If we're doing a good job, A, leave five stars. If we're not, be honest. Then tell us what we can do to improve it. We might not always get to those, but we'll try. Love y'all. Have a good day and see you next time.